Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Peaceful Body Podcast. My name is Inez Bai. I am your host, as per usual, and I am also a health and mindset coach. For those of you that want to let go of anxiety, you don't want to feel stressed anymore, you don't want to feel burnt out, and you want to be able to really step into your full power, understand what your authentic self is, and then be able to express that in whatever way feels good for you. Like that is truly my ultimate passion, whether you do that by letting go of diet culture, of accepting your body, but then even deeper than that, really getting to know what your beliefs are and purposely creating your own belief system so that it reflects the life that you want to lead. So in light of that, giving you a little bit of a update on what I've been focusing on lately, I am hosting a competition. Yay. So basically this competition is going to have three main prizes and they're going to be vouchers to any of my upcoming courses, coaching or programs. So if you want to go in the running to win one of those three vouchers, all you need to do is go to the link in the show notes. So you just like swipe up if you're on the iTunes app and then you click on the link and the link is if you want to go to it directly, Inez by Fitness and you spell Inez I-N-E-Z-B-Y-E fitness.com slash competition. And once you get to that page, you'll see my website and there will be a little form to fill out where you put in your name, your email address. You'll need to make sure you put in your Instagram uh, handle because that's how I'm going to be letting you know if you've won the prize. And I want you to write down the bottom, just a little summary of why you would love to win, what you would do with these vouchers, what it would mean to you to have a voucher to join any of my upcoming programs and courses, which are still very bountiful for the rest of the year. So I'm super excited about this. I've never done a competition like this, but it came to me like a thief in the night when I was doing my social media detox. If you've listened to that episode on why I quit social media for a week earlier on this week, you'll know that I had plenty of time to be inspired to let these like visions come to me. So that's really cool. The really cool thing about this competition as well is that every single person who enters will also get access to my brand new mini course, which is called Anxiety to Chill Real Quick. It is a three-part course that is full of videos and journal prompts and Um, It's basically how you can stop yourself from going down an anxiety spiral. You know that feeling when you start to feel like anxious or stressed and you start to think like jump to the worst conclusions and you feel like you can't figure out what is real and what isn't real and you feel out of control within your own mind. This course is going to help you to stop that spiral in its tracks and really ground yourself into the present moment so that you can know what you want to focus on, decide how you want to show up and decide what energy you want to pour into your emotions because that's really what it is, right? This course will teach you how to grow your emotional intelligence, become more mindful, more self-aware so that you can be consciously creating your life and consciously creating your experience rather than feeling like things are just happening to you. So all of that, all you have to do literally is go to the link, log in, I mean, not log in, put in your details. And then within 24 hours, I will send you the email to join that course, Anxiety to Chill, my three-part mini course, which is super, super juicy. Um, And I will send you the link to join that. And then the winners for the vouchers to my programs will also be announced via Instagram DMs next Wednesday on the 30th of September. So keep your eyes peeled for that because if you win, I will be sliding into those DMs and I'm just, yeah, like I said, I'm really stoked to be able to do this. I always, I'm thinking about how I can offer even more value. Like I really, really don't hold back on my social media or on this podcast or in this course at all. Like it's all really, really juicy. So if you've been thinking about joining my programs, excuse me, or you've been, um, you know, looking at what I offer or you wanted to get a little taste of what I offer, joining in on this mini, sorry, 
I don't know why my throat's going all weird. Joining in on this mini course will be really amazing. And then also having a bit of a voucher is always a great like boost to so that you feel like, you know, you can join the program or whatever. So really, really excited for that. If you have any questions at all, just send me a DM on Instagram and we can chat. Okay, so now we get the formalities out of the way. Today's topic is going to be about how sometimes when we try to do our very best or we try to make things really good or we even strive for perfection, we can actually stop ourselves from experiencing the results that we really want. And I'm going to talk through a specific example that I have recently gone through in my own life, in my own personal life um, recently and a big like kind of transformation that I've been going on in terms of like letting go because I am someone even though we all know that like perfection doesn't exist or you know you should just try your best but don't be stressed if it doesn't work out the way that you expect like we logically know these things and this is like a huge part of the coaching that I do and that I offer with my clients we often know what we should be doing or we know what's healthy or we know what is like good for our minds but sometimes we struggle to apply it to certain scenarios or we find it difficult to actually believe it within our bodies or to be really able to embody it right so we know that perfection doesn't exist like and striving for perfection is always going to be setting us up for failure because we can't ever do anything 100% perfect or squeaky clean because we're humans and we're flawed individuals and we're always going to make mistakes and we have different emotions that come up and we're unpredictable and the only constant in our life is change so obviously striving for perfection is not like the best Um, aim of the game but what we can do and especially if you're someone I guess like me who is quite ambitious and I love to do my best I really pour my heart and soul into everything that I do into the programs that I offer into the coaching that I do into the you know even going to the gym or making sure that the place that I live in feels like you know like the best most aligned for me or when I'm like reading or even when I'm like working with my coach I really want to make sure that I'm showing up as best as I can and sometimes this can leak into other areas of my life and I can take it too far because it's left unmanaged or I am putting expectations on myself that are actually way too high and so this started showing up in my sleep and you've probably heard me speak about my sleep a few times before in here because my sleep is something that can be very sensitive and as soon as I start to get stressed or a little bit a little bit extra stress or a little bit overwhelmed, my sleep is one of the first things to go. So it really depends. Like if I'm, if there's something stressful going on with my relationships, then I will get into bed at night and I'll often feel really tired. And there's a few different types of like insomnia or like sleep struggles, I suppose. I will get really tired and I'll go to bed. But then as soon as I turn off the lights and close my eyes, it's like I literally have a burst of energy. And I struggle to fall asleep. Sometimes I can fall asleep within like two hours. Other times it will be like, you know, I'll fall asleep within like four or five hours and I only get like a couple of hours that night, which doesn't happen that often, thankfully. But a few weeks ago, it was happening every night and I was constantly tossing and turning. I would only fall asleep at like four or five in the morning and getting up at eight and like, Obviously, what I was telling myself during this time is like, I'm still lying in bed, so I'm still getting rest and like, that's good enough. But I just was, and I couldn't figure out the source of what I was stressed out about and what was keeping me up. Like there wasn't anything specifically that I could put my finger on that I was like, yeah, that's obviously stressing me out. Because the weird thing about um, like sleeping or feeling really anxious is that often when you're in the anxiety spiral or 
you're feeling super stressed out, you can't think very clearly and you can't really think outside of the box. So what was happening is I was going to bed at night and getting anxious about not being able to fall asleep. And so that was kind of like masking what the real problem was, if that makes sense. So basically I was just like launching a few programs and I was getting really stressed about, you know, um, launching them to the best of my ability and all of the things that happens behind the scenes. Like even if I think about today, all of the things that I've done, I've been uh, doing some voice memos with my clients. I was editing my website, like doing the back end stuff of that. I'll now be doing this podcast and then I'll, you know, upload it and do like some editing on the sound. Like there's literally so many different hats that I wear as a business owner that probably people don't realize. And it's like, oh yeah, super easy. Like, you know, whatever to show up on Instagram and have a lol. But like, obviously there's so much more than that. Oh yeah. I've made a reel. Um, you know, I've got to sort out my GST, which I always talk about on here because it's obviously something that stresses me out. Um, just keeping it real. Like there's just so many different parts of my day that I wear different hats every single day. So there's like a lot going on. Right. And I love it. And I wouldn't change it for the world because I love that variety. I love that every day is different, but when you're doing that, sometimes you can get a little bit stressed out and overwhelmed. And so I started sleeping poorly and it was kind of a bit of a chicken or the egg situation where I started sleeping poorly because I was stressed, but then I started getting stressed because I was sleeping poorly and I would go to bed that night and get really anxious about not having a good enough sleep. And I was really stressed about getting eight hours and making sure that I was sleeping really deeply and making sure that I would wake up the next morning and feel like super refreshed because what was happening is like maybe one or two nights a week, I'd be getting like a really deep sleep and then I'd be waking up feeling really, really refreshed. And so I kept wanting that and I was putting so much pressure on myself to have that. And I was putting so much pressure on myself to be falling asleep within 15 minutes and to not be tossing around too much. Otherwise it meant something bad. Right. And you can already hear how much expectation and pressure I'm putting on something like sleep, which really requires you to not think at all. It is literally the ultimate act of surrender. Sleeping, the more that you sit there and think, I need to sleep, I need to do this, I need to get to sleep. Like, when is it happening? Why isn't it happening yet? The more that you do that, the less likely you are to just slip into that deep state of slumber and surrender. And, you know, I have a few little like tips and tricks that I use that might be helpful for you as well. If you're someone that struggles with sleep, like I have the Headspace app. I've spoken about this a lot of times on the podcast and um, that's got like sleep stories on it. So that sometimes was really helpful. Sometimes not. Um, I would do a meditation. I would make sure I was off my phone by 8.45 p.m. As you heard me speak about on the last episode, I would always read before bed because I find that that helps me to have a better quality sleep rather than like, you know, obviously if you're looking on your phone right before bed, it can be a bit too overstimulating, especially with that blue light. Um, I was making sure my bedroom was cold. Um, I was making sure that I was like journaling and doing all of the things to get it out of my head. Like all of those little like tips and tricks, which are meant to be really helpful. But yeah, I just could not get to sleep. And so then I started scrolling and investigating online because I was like, all right, there's got to be something else here like that. There needs to be something else that I'm doing. And so I started scrolling and I knew that like maybe I would find something that would kind of initiate a bit of a thought like realization within me this is what happens to me all the time I'll read something and then I'll be able to connect it to my specific scenario so I can't remember if I've ever spoken about this but the reason why I had this kind of like thought process is I think I've spoken about this ages ago on the podcast but maybe like four years ago when I was 22 and I'm now 26 almost 27 so almost like five years ago I went through a string of chronic UTI so urinary tract infections and if you have ever had one of those, oh my goodness, they are horrible, right? It literally feels like you are peeing out daggers. And 
I am someone that is prone to being unwell, like sick. I've had lots of like chronic health things happen. So like when I got tonsillitis, it's not like I just got it once. I literally got it chronically for like a year and I missed like half of year 12. Um, I, I like just, I had all these like kind of, and when I was little, like I was kind of partially deaf and that meant I was like in and out of hospital all the time. Like just like a lot of weird things in terms of like sickness for some reason, if I get sick, it, it stays with me for a while. Although I will say over the past three years, especially since I've started eating more food and not over exercising and resting more. I tend to only have like one bout of like a flu a year where I'm like out for a week and then I'm fine. So that's been a really, really positive effect of me actually eating enough food and resting when my body needs it. Um, But yeah, so I had this like string of UTIs like three, four, five years ago, whenever it was, and I just could not get rid of them. It didn't matter what I did, didn't matter like, you know, I was always making sure that I was peeing after sex and making sure that I was washing my undies properly and like, sorry for all these gory details, but like if you, (laughs) just giving you like the full um, picture. So I was, and I, I kept going to the doctor and she just kept giving me antibiotics. And then the worst thing was as well is that I was getting uh, resistant to the antibiotics. So it stopped working. And then I got kidney infections from the UTIs. And then I, then I started as well, waking up in the middle of the night, panicked that I was going to get a UTI because I would always get them at about like four or 5am in the morning. And it would like come like a knife in my freaking bladder. And so then my body started almost preempting and I started getting like anxiety around getting sick again, having the UTI. And so I'd wake up in the morning and it would feel like my body was giving me a UTI. And for the first like couple of times that that happened, I was like, Oh my God, it's happening. It's bad. Like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? Um, and because it was quite painful as well, like I couldn't go to work and like I would always I'd always get like like I just would get really sick from it. So it was like quite a stressful thing to do to happen. Um, and obviously then it's like stressful for everyone around you because you're sick. And so I felt quite guilty for being like, you know, unwell and requiring assistance all the time, which like now I'm more OK with doing. But at the time I was like a bit younger and didn't really love asking for people's help or it made me feel like I was less than because I was. And essentially what I did is because I got so frustrated by it, I started looking up on all these forums online and they were talking about how this idea of like when you wake up and you can kind of bring on a UTI or you can kind of bring on a sickness because you think about it so much. And I was like, hmm, so interesting. Like, I don't know, like maybe that's what I'm doing because I was getting them just randomly coming out from nowhere. And so I started when I would wake up in the morning, I started thinking, okay, I'm safe. Like I don't, there's no reason for me to have one, you know, like I've done all the right things. And I started to just really breathe through it. And I just stopped getting them like, which is pretty insane. So I guess for me, like, and now I've not had one since, I mean, it also helps that I'm, (laughs) yeah. Anyway, um, I've just not had one since like I don't know like whenever I was I think it was like 22 that year I had them and I've not had any since and now I'm 26 and it just goes to show that whilst yes it was important for me to go to the doctor and I was getting like you know um what's it called when you get like the thing on your belly I don't know a um an ultrasound I just had to pause that quickly to think about it um to see and like they were like yeah your kidneys are fine like there's something weird going on with your ovaries but like whatever it's fine and I was like okay like couldn't figure it out and so obviously I was like doing the right things by going to see the doctor and I absolutely recommend that if you have any sort of ailment or sickness or you just feel weird go to the doctor but for me the most powerful thing was also like mindset wise talking myself out of that spiral like talking myself out of off the ledge of like when I woke up in the morning and automatically assuming well that must be because I've got a UTI right and this came to me when I was researching through how to have better sleep because I was like if I can use my mind to let go of that stress around UTIs which was 
a huge reason of, as to why I kept consistently having them because I was thinking about it so much that I was like literally bringing it on, then I can do that with sleep. Like there must be a way that I can figure that out with sleep as well. So I was reading through some articles um, online about how to have better sleep and like there's all the classic things like don't have coffee after midday and, you know, make sure that you are not using your phone and like listen and listen to podcasts and whatever. Like there's all those like classic tips and I um, actually also bought some sleep vitamins as well. So I'll let you know how those go, but I've only been taking them for a week. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure how quickly they have an effect, but I might give it a couple of weeks before I give it an official reco on this podcast. And, and then one, I was reading this other study about like insomnia and like, it's really common to have sleep struggles firstly. So I took some comfort in that because I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm not the only one that's like finding this difficult to do. Like, I think there was a study that said like 60% of Americans struggle with some sort of sleeping disorder or sensitivity like they just weren't getting the recommended hours or they struggled to fall asleep like mostly people either struggle to fall asleep but once they're asleep they're dead or they're out or people will fall asleep but then keep waking up multiple times during the night like that's kind of like the main two curses the main two types I suppose of like sleeping disturbances um and one of the things that really got to me was that I was reading in these studies and I was reading multiple studies was that people who have like sleep sensitivities or disturbed sleep often expect a lot more from their sleep. So they expect to wake up really refreshed and have be really energized and have like a really deep sleep every single night. And that is actually the cause of what makes you so stressed as you're falling asleep. Like you're like, oh my God, I better have a good sleep and I better go deeply and I better sleep through the night. And if I don't, then something bad's going to happen. And I read that and I was like, oh my God, I absolutely do that. Especially because I was having like one to two nights a week of like really good sleep. And I was expecting every single night to be like that. And because I was putting so much pressure on myself, I of course wasn't able to surrender and I wasn't able to just let my body do its thing, which really comes down to a place of trust. Like I feel like I'm always talking on this podcast about trusting and just like surrendering and listening to your body. So I decided to kind of give that a go. And obviously like I launched a few of my programs. And so now I'm in like a bit of a less busy time in terms of my business. So that always helps in terms of lifestyle. But I really feel like having read that, that um, study and having kind of connected and told myself, like, if you can get through, like having chronic UTIs, you can freaking fall asleep again. Like you're going to be fine. Giving myself a little pep talk and reminding myself of the things that I have achieved in the past is really, really helpful because it gives you that proof when you have not yet experienced it kind of thing. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to sleep. And so what if I have two hours of sleep? So what if I'm not super refreshed in the morning? Who even cares? Like, it's really not the worst thing in the world. I can always like have a nap the next day or whatever. And um, it's really not that big of a deal. And I really embodied that, right? Because I kind of knew that beforehand, but I had kind of let my anxiety spiral out of control a little bit more in terms of like putting so much pressure on myself to have these really, really beautiful deep sleeps, um, which I still have every now and again, but it's unrealistic to expect that every single night is going to be the best sleep of your night. Just like every single workout isn't going to be the best workout of your life. Just like every single meal or day or conversation you have is going to be the best conversation of your life. And that's not to say that you can't have high standards for your life because of course you can. And that's something I teach in all of my courses and programs. Like you still want to be having high standards for my life, but that doesn't mean that I now need to be like so all or nothing of like, it needs to be like this. Otherwise I failed and I've done something wrong and whatever. 
So you may not have like the same struggles with sleep, but perhaps you're thinking about something that you've been putting loads of pressure on yourself on and can relate to how the more pressure you put on yourself, the more... And like, it's kind of like you put so much expectation on yourself that anything below that is not even worthy and it actually prevents you from being able to, you know, enjoy the ride. I always say the journey needs to be like the destination. So if you feel like that is something that you're struggling with at the moment, I want you to ask yourself, well, how can I be proud of what I am doing? How can I just trust that I am doing enough? Because I can guarantee that you are. Or potentially asking yourself, like, what is something that I have gotten through in the past that can give me some proof that I am able to achieve things because you truly are. So if this podcast episode has hit you in the feels and you know what I'm talking about, make sure you go and enter that competition to win one of three vouchers to any of my programs, coaching or courses. And you will also get access to my three-part mini course, Anxiety to Chill, which will be really, really relevant to what we've just spoken about today as well. Um, So if you have any questions as well, I would love to hear from you. It's always amazing when you take a screenshot and share this on the stories as well, so that I can keep growing my message and get even more beautiful souls joining the Peaceful Body community. All right. Big love to all of you. Talk to you all soon. Bye-bye.